0: I saw something very moving on Wednesday last week. It was the uh, the initial address from uh, New Green Senator in Canberra, Jordan Steele-John, who's 23. Not only is he the youngest person to ever serve in the Senate, but he's also the first person with a disability to sit in the upper house. From WA, Jordan, a very good morning, mate.
1: Morning, Ian. Lovely to be with you.
0: Thank you very much for your time. I sat on the lounge when I got home uh, last Wednesday and I uh, caught your speech and I, and I actually uh, just, you know, because I like watching Question Time and all that sort of stuff and I keep sort of abreast of all those sorts of things. And uh, I sat there and I had I ended up with tears in my eyes. I thought that is the most fantastic address from anyone that I've actually ever seen in federal parliament to my memory. You, you did a wonderful, wonderful job, and your family were up there. Your mother was just so proud of you up there looking down.
1: Oh, well, thank you, Ian. I mean, I, I'm glad you recorded and, and and thought it was good. I was I was nervous as hell, I have to tell you. Um, but I think we struck a chord with people, and that's a wonderful thing. You did. Um, and I must say, to have my family and, and some of my friends there as well, um, was and to do it in the aftermath of the marriage equality vote as well yes. um, was a real privilege.
0: Yes, yes, that was a big, big day in the Senate. There was no doubt about that. What issues have you come across in Parliament House as a disabled person so far, Jordan?
1: Well, I think, look, the place was built in 1998, which was ironically the, the first year of the International Day of People with Disability. Um, and You'd think they were... would have planned for it, wouldn't you? Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I, they hadn't, uh, because, of, of course, I'm not the first person ever to serve in the federal parliament with a, with a disability. Graham Edwards. Graham um, Edwards, you
0: have in WA, yeah.
1: in the air from WA, yeah. He served in both the WA State Parliament and in the federal House of Reps. Yep. Um, and, but they never made the same changes to, to the Senate, um, strangely enough. So, yeah, there have been issues around doorways that aren't wide enough and inaccessible bathrooms and stairs and what have you. Um, but the parliamentary the team have been wonderful. They've said about rectifying the issues. And I think what's really useful here, Ian, is to ask ourselves the question, um, what does it say about our society and how we think about people with disability that in 2017... Nobody ever thought that you know an MP would be a disabled person or a staffer or a minister. I know, um, a bit strange. that's the useful point to take away.
0: Yeah. What sort of things do you believe in, mate?
1: Well, I'm very committed to social justice. My mum was a social worker um, in the UK, so we were always very much into fairness and equality and justice for all. Um, and I'm also a, a very passionate kind of environmentalist and believe that we need to take action on climate change um, and those two things go hand in hand with better jobs for people in the long term. So oh, I'm I'm a green right down to my bootstraps, if you like. Yeah. Uh, I think if you cut me, I'd probably bleed green. <laughs> um, and so I'm 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 looking forward to putting that voice um, and bringing the voice of the movement into the place.
0: Good luck. Well, I uh, look forward to uh, following your career, mate, because uh, you've certainly made a made a wonderful start. I think you did a great job there in your uh, maiden address last Wednesday, and as I said, you uh, brought me to tears. It was just so emotional and so to point, and I thought, my God, this is the quality of people that we really do need in parliament and believe me i've never really been a big fan of the greens
1: <laughs> but but <laughs> <laughs> we well, brought we're converting you slowly Ian. and uh, and look I, I think if there if there's one if there's a single young person out there or single person with a disability out there who watched my speech and thought you know what i belong in 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 forums like that too then I am extremely happy because that's, that's the message I want people to hear is that Parliament is the people's place and to do the work properly we need people from all backgrounds and perspectives. Yeah, good um, on you, mate.
0: Well yeah. done. New Green Senator for WA, Jordan Steele. John, great to chat with you, mate. You have a wonderful career and I look forward to following it.
1: Speak to you again soon, Ian. Have a great day.
2: Your Money with Nick Bruning from the West
3: Australian
0: Oh, a very good morning, old son. Blackers. Righto, let's get it out of the way first. How did you go with your cray pots there this week?
2: Good news. Oh, you got, you got, you got, you got one. Some <laughs> mother loads, come in. Um mother loads. Five in oh, one five. pot one morning.
0: Five in one pot one morning. All five. What about the other one?
2: Someone's pinched my pot.
0: The other pot? pot, <laughs>
2: you're allowed to, and someone's <laughs> knocked off the other pot. So, oh. anyone out there seeing a pot ending with 1060... Give me a call. I want to know. Yeah, no, it's a pretty low dog act, isn't it, to pinch someone's bloody craypot? But that's what
0: happened. I so. know, it's shocking. too a lot of crims out there, mate.
2: There, there are on the waters off Mandra, particularly. <laughs> um, anyway, speaking of crims, or maybe not, is the uh, it's a very sad time of year for some people because we can see that the redundancies are cracking up big time.
0: They are, yes. Even in
2: my organisation, Seven West is talking about um, laying off staff to meet a twenty-five million dollar. Um, target them out, but equally in the public service we 're hearing of different departments being uh, offered redundancies. And what tends to happen with blackers is that uh, they put it up for voluntary if there 's not enough voluntary that come forward then it 's a tap on the shoulder and uh, and see you later so Today, what we're looking at is um, is pretty much what to do if you're if you've got the redundancy, either on offer or forced. I suppose the good news is that um, it's not quite as bad as it seems, particularly with with respect to tax. Because if it's a bona fide redundancy, and that means the position's no longer there, the payment that you receive, the first ten grand is basically tax free, and then it's five thousand dollars for every year of service that you've worked. So, for some people that get offered the voluntary redundancy, particularly if it's a decent chunk of dough, because it's all tax free, it's it's often like you've been working for two and a half years. I mean, you've got, you know, after tax, it's all up front. So uh, in many occasions, when you actually work out the, the sums, um, and if you're planning on retiring maybe in a year or two, you end up actually coming out of it financially better off. The other thing is that when you get the lump sum, and if you're not in the position of being close to retirement, we often use those big payments to sort of have our last holiday or have a bit of a binge if you like with Mm. the with the last paycheck and it's probably the worst possible thing you can do because we just don't know whether or not that's going to be the last paycheck for a while so common sense things as boring as bats poo but paying off the mortgage making sure you've reduced your debt as much as possible all really, really important things, unless you know you're going to walk into a new job on Monday. Uh, but it really is a case of battening down the hatches until you know where you are going forward, because what you then can't do if you spend it, obviously, is uh, is get it back, and that can become a big problem.
0: It certainly can. All right, Nick Bruning from uh, Seven Western Media, the West Australian Channel Seven. Hopefully, News. Not and, uh, hopefully,
2: yeah, hopefully, not
0: one of the redundancies, mate. Hopefully, hopefully not one of the redundancies, <laughs> and uh, oh. I, you never know; you could end up being a crayfisherman full time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All talk right, to mate. you next week. Yeah, see you, mate. Bye, bye. With your weekend sports roundup, it's out of bounds on the Southwest's Triple M. Sponsored by the One
3: Nation Party Perth. Authorised by Colin Ticknell for the One Nation Party, Seven Harvest Terrace,
0: West Perth. Spoken by Ben Wosley. And also spoken by Aaron Evans.
3: Thank you, Mr. Ian Blackley. WA's Sean Marsh silenced a few of the haters yesterday. It was a superb knock of 126 not out. And, of course, in the second Ashes test, his stellar knock was the backbone of the innings, which was declared at 8 for 442. The English also losing a wicket to be 1 for 29 when rain caused stumps to be pulled early last night. Tim Payne and Pat Cummings also batted very well yesterday. And if the Aussies can get on top with the ball early this morning, then Joe Root's decision to send the Aussies in to bat after winning the toss is going to look pretty average, to be frank. Mm. And, of course, you can continue to catch all the action from Adelaide Oval today from 11 a.m. this morning on Triple M. Will Kiwi-born all-rounder Ben Stokes prove to be England's saviour at some point in this series? Well, not if his efforts in his first game for Canterbury in New Zealand are anything to go by. None for 49 off nine overs and two runs from seven balls with the bat. Hardly a beefy Botham-like start to the summer. Let's see <laughs> if he makes his way in at some point. Turning to Rugby League, the Kangaroos, of course, defeated their Rugby League World Cup crown with a tense 6-0 win over England on the weekend. Australia in control for most of Saturday night at Lang Park, but were pushed until the final minute by the English... Cooper Cronk already announcing his decision to retire and you'd think there'd continue to be some changing of the guard in that team. Some elder statesmen in that team. Mm. From one Cam Smith to another in golf, a big result at the Australian PGA on the Gold Coast. Cameron Smith has confirmed that he is our next big thing. It was the first pro title of any kind for the Queenslander on home soil and he had to do it with some pretty decent heckling as well. No silence in the gallery for Cam. Deliberate coughing and someone shouting choke all to no avail. Uh (laughs) Lovely, yeah. Yeah, a decent head
0: to put up with. Great sports.
3: Exactly. Very quickly in soccer, no good for the glory yesterday. The Central Coast Mariners beating them 1-0. The Red Army are happy, though. The Perth Wildcats hit back last Friday, winning 89-73 in Auckland against the NZ Breakers. They might still be top of the table, but we've got the bragging rights for now.